Oh, shit. Hold on. I don't have a quote. Mm. Uh, also, we're live. <laughs> so, hello, everybody. Before we talk, I want to say that we're sorry for... Um... Very, very sorry. It's mainly my fault. I'm going to take, take um, the fucking blame for this. I'm the one to blame. Because, you know, um, I got sick. Oh, wait. You know what? Let's... Yeah. I got sick and um, I almost died, long story short, and I totally forgot to call Hoppy. Oh, and it wasn't only that. It was that I called her several, several times and she just, you know, wouldn't answer, you know, wouldn't text me back. So I was busy calling everybody else like, she doesn't fucking love me. Ah! I was literally like in my bed dying you can even ask louisa i couldn't even touch my phone she was physically dying i'll cut her the slack we'll talk about this in a minute let's first say our quote you say your Bobby, quote do you first because i don't have mine okay um Tina, i have oh stay hydrated kids ivs aren't fun suzanne fairbanks by the way this is follow me on instagram and if I get two more followers, I'll repost the poem because I posted a poem um, and it's really nice. Um, same demons that lay here under my skin. Javi Herrera. And this is Pillow Talks. Episode, or, yep, the episode. The podcast where... Yeah. Oh, where high school students lose their filter. Skinny. Okay, so we're going to break down what this episode's about. So first we're going to talk about our dads because I went to my dad's house last weekend and something came up that really fucking bugged me. And when I scrolled through my Instagram, sort of like this constant taunting, it's like, say something to this fucking bitch. Anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. and Susie, Susie has always something to say about her dad. Her dad's always been an asshole on top of it. His little fiance. Time. It's not just my dad, as usual. It's his bald wife. Um, that toe-looking bitch, Cheryl. So, um, we're gonna talk about our dads. We're gonna give a quick, um, you know, how to emancipate yourself. Then the rest of the episode is gonna be about some of you may know the lovely Cecil Hotel, Los Angeles, now known as the Stay on Main Hotel, and we'll get into why its name has changed as of recently. But if you know about it, let's just say that they're trying to build a pool on the rooftop. And if you know about the Cecil Hotel and a little Asian girl, why there's a problem with water in the rooftop. Anyways, <laughs> so I want to talk about my dad first. So as most people know, I haven't gotten to dress the way I wanted. And even then, if I would have just been allowed to wear pink and dresses and you know, like try and wear makeup and be girly and grow my hair long and do whatever the fuck I wanted to when I was little. Maybe I, maybe if my mom, maybe if I would have gotten that, I would have been bi. Like I would have been like a bi kid, but all of me just wanting to be a princess, like honestly built up and I'm not only being a princess, I'm being a, you know, a hooker. I'm being, I'm the princess, I'm like, what's her name? Her name is Meg, right? From Hercules, the really emo, angsty girl. Yeah. I'm like her. Cause like, you know how like she sort of has her titties out? And like that leg? I think so. Yeah. Cause like she has like that, like 
the Roman like thing and it like it, it doesn't show a lot of her titties. It shows like the cleavage and then like all that leg. Like that's me. Um when I go to my dad's, I'm not like I even last weekend I brought two outfits. I have I think I wore I, oh I wore my call me crazy inspired outfit. So Gabby Hanna's new song Call Me Crazy Stream Everywhere um is majorly the major look that when you look at that music video you think of is because she's dressed up as a maid and she's cleaning the house saying that she's a mess so you know i don't have a maid costume or anything Mm -hmm. of the sort so i have a black lace top and i cut it into a crop top and i have these shorts i stole from Susie, and they're like black um i'm wearing them right now they're black um uh, high-waisted shorts and I had a, I have a jacket that matches with it really nicely, and it's an all black outfit, and black heels, and fishnets on top of it. So I was wearing fishnets, and I think a lot of people say that fishnets are slutty, skanky, whatever, because porn stars wear female porn stars wear them. I'm like, okay, like if I'm fucking a guy, I'm not gonna let him record me, like. Period. I'm not going to say nothing, but I remember there was this one guy, and Susie knows, I don't think she remembers him, but I brought him to church one time. He was fat. Um, nothing wrong with fat people, by the way. And you're not fat. You're Whoop. thick. But like him, I don't like him, so I'm calling him fat. Um, like, he was making a joke while well, something was happening. He was like, oh, I'm going to record this, upload it to Pornhub. I was like, and I took his phone because he, like, picked his phone up because it was charging next to us. And I, like, dropped it, like, behind. You remember on my old bed how there was, it wasn't, it didn't have, like, a frame. So on the one side there was my fish tank and on the other there was my bed frame. Yeah. We were facing the fish tank and I dropped the fucking phone and I said no. And I, like, whole body stopped and went no. Like, no, like I'll fucking sue a bitch. Like fucking try me, ho. Like not even. Like if I had someone, oh, can I record this? Do you want me to break your phone with my teeth? Yeah. Do you want me to bite down while I'm down here? Like for real though. Anyways, I'm not. <laughs> like a rumor has it. That there's a glory hole in the mall, in my mall, uh, by the food court. I'm not going down there every Tuesday, the fuck? Like, I'm not. Like, I'm really not. I have more respect for myself than that. But I saw some girl. Oh, so before we get to that. So I like a lot of people say I dress skanky, revealing, whatever. And I'm not going to lie. I sort of do. I like if I had titties, which my mom has big big bitties and that that runs in my dad's family on the women's side too they have pretty big bitties like i love big bitties if i was a girl big bitties and they'd be natural susie'd be like fuck you bitch Could it be me? i'd be like mm. like susie remember when i put the water bottles on my shirt and i'd like push my like a fake titties i hate you that'd be me all the time in the mirror like mm. <laughs> I'd, I'd put my phone in my titties. I'd be like, Susie, can you grab my phone? Thank you. No, so I'll be honest. If I was a girl, I feel like Susie would 
have a crush on me. I feel like she, if when I first met her, if I was a girl, she would have liked, she would have big time liked me because when I was first cool with Susie, she dated anyone that showed her love and kindness. Um, yeah, that is so true. (laughs) (laughs) We're just, we're just, (laughs) we're just not vibing. We're still not vibing. Stop. Anyway. Anyways. I never loved you. Okay. So, um, one thing about me and Hobby when we first met, she was very kind to me. I had nobody in my life. Like, literally nobody. Like, everyone was caught up with my mom dying or whatever. And I really didn't have time to, like, or anyone that really checked up on me personally. So when Javi did, I took that as effect. Like, if you've met Javi, you know he's a very affectionate person. And he's a very touchy-feely person. Like, he'll always give you hugs, always down to hold your hand. So I developed a crush on him. And then I was like, this is gay. And then I was like, oh, I want him to be my gay best friend. And then he was like, what's up, ho? Pull up. Period. But like if I even if I was trans, like if I was like I'm a girl, I feel like you would have a thing for me. Probably. The thing is, like, um, I only really no offense to all my like goody friends out there. I consider a best friend someone who I can call every day and I know they'll pick up. Or on Nola texting me, hey, like, I'm working. Or I have Rana. Or, you know, I'm getting fisted. What do you, what's up? Like, like, they'll text me. And Susie for a little bit wasn't doing that. So, you know, I was calling our number one fan, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. And I was like, Susie doesn't fucking love me. Also, I, I, I have, I have an excuse. She I have was an dying of dehydration. Okay, literally, if you've okay, if y'all have ever had a dehydration headache, those things will make you want to kill yourself. They make you want to rip out your freaking mind and just drop it on the kill ground. It. Yeah. So like even just glancing at my phone or moving my eyes at all, hearing people talk like anything was like literally made me want to die oh you had a gabby so i felt really bad when i like i wanted to call you back and i wanted to text you back but i like couldn't even move and then i called louisa and louisa was like oh yeah she's like fucking dead right now she's like she won't even eat sometimes she's like she doesn't want to open her eyes yeah anyways so yeah um i only really have right now as of miss rona two best friends um i've had like a lot i have some like best 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 friends i've had a couple best friends like my friend cammy my friend catalina um you know a couple like people who i know like they're busy right now and my friend catalina i've been talking to her a lot right now um love you kitty uh like i remember we we used to say me and my friend cat wanted to get tattoos and she was gonna get meow on her titty and I was going to get, like, woof. 
I think I'm gonna change it to Kitty because I I I, I like mm. cursive. I I know how to write cursive because in second grade I learned cursive. So I would love to write out like Kitty in like a really pretty like almost like calligraphy font and get it tattooed where my titty would be. I think that'd be really cute. Um, and it sort of would be making fun of my dad. Anyways, so I only have like two best friends. It's my friend Aaron and Susie. I had a big thing for Aaron at first. And like literally everyone was like, he's a bottom. He's a bottom. Then he told me he topped someone and he almost killed them. Because <laughs> he was like, die, I hate you. I'm kidding. He was choking them though. And they were like, I can't breathe. He's like, well, you're not saying the same word. Harder. He's like hitting them. Like, he's like stabbing them, but like they can't say the safe word. So he's like, oh, I guess it's okay. Anyways. And then I like, I can, I like the mystery. I like the, like, <gasps> you liked My Little Pony. We're not going to talk about it. Sh- shut up. Um, Or like, <gasps> you like Jennifer Lawrence in that one house, the, the house across the street or whatever, some stupid movie that Jennifer Lawrence was in a while ago, and like a long time, like 2007. And it's where they made this one little boy basically turn trans. They made him... So I guess he killed his sister by accident, so they made him be his sister. Um, Anyways, so, anyway. um, back to topic. Ow, fuck my fucking finger. Um, don't bite your nails, kids. It, you're gonna regret it. Anyways, um, so my dad has said this before. Um, also, we were supposed to go to the mall. We, I went to the mall, but I told this little slut, I was like, hey, I know how my dad is. My dad's gonna want to know ahead of time. Text me all the information, like copy and paste it style. So I said, like, text me the address or don't, well, say, like, the mall. Say who's all going to go. Say what time. Say if you're going to need a if I'm going to need a ride home or two or whatever. And, like, you know. And she didn't do that. So I went to bed because I was really tired after I hung up with her on the phone. Oh, yeah, we were on the phone. But she still didn't understand. So <laughs> um, I get there and I'm like, oh, shit. I, I wanted to, or Susie wanted me to go to the mall with her. And we were, we were at the little fat, we were at Joanne's across the street from the mall. And the girlfriend was like, and she was like, wow. And I was like, and I wanted Susie to tell me all the info ahead of time. And she just didn't. She was like, well, tell her to text you some of the info. And I called her and she was like, Okay, pull up, how? And she wanted me to go at like 3.30 or whatever. So I ended up going, but my dad was mm-hmm. like, I have shit to do. So, and like he was like, you went to the mall this weekend. I, I had stuff to do Saturday. I was like, okay, then you could have told me you didn't that. I didn't get to go. He's done that before. He literally, I don't think yeah. I've talked about this on the podcast. I was supposed to go, what movie? Was it Dark Phoenix? What no, I think it was, um, hmm. Spider-Man? Was it Endgame? It was Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Or the newer one. We were supposed to go see Spider-Man. 
My dad drove me. All so we got in a fight because my dad likes to pick fights like that. What? Okay. So my dad likes to pick fights like that. And even he could say it's unintentional. My dad knows he likes to pick at people like that. And he knows that I'm just like him. But he also forgets. I have my mama. And my mama has her own fair share of problems. My mom is a fairly sane person. Just, you know, the fact that, you know, if her living room is a mess, it's like she snorted a line of coke and's like, ah. I also said if my mom did any form of drug like that, like cocaine, meth, etc., she'd clean our house away. The house would just be gone. Like, she'd be slowly, she'd be like, this fucking window's so dirty. She'd fucking punch the window. There, it's gone. She's gonna be slowly, like, she's gonna see, like, a stain on the wall. And she's gonna fucking bust the wall out. Next thing we know, we're gonna be running out of walls in the house, and she's gonna just slowly remove all, like, all traces of the house. We're gonna be paying, like, a thousand dollars for fucking grass. Grass and hot water. Okay, back to your original point. Okay. So my dad um, told me, like, oh, so he drove me all the way to the movie theater that we were supposed to go to. Susie's dad was going to pay for the ticket and everything. It was the Maya? Was it the Maya? Yeah, it was Maya. The Maya is like Bakersfield's famous theater. It's big as hell. There's a whole gaming area. There's multiple, 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 like, little theaters in there. Like, there's a big food area. There's, like, like seating. Probably not right now. Um, I think the Edwards is more popular. Oh, I've never... I don't think I've ever been to the Edwards Theater. Really? No. Probably haven't. Well, when Damn. you drive by, like, is it downtown? Um, no, it's, you know, like, in that shopping place all the way on the other side of town. Oh, yeah! I went over there, actually. It's where Johnny Rockets used to be. Yeah. So, it's sort of pushed a little way from Bakersfield. Um, but, like, it's pretty known. And, like, everyone knows what it, and, like, it has paintings of people or whatever. Um, my dad drives me all the way over there. We wait for a little bit, you know. He goes and gets fucking yogurt or whatever. We see, I see Susie's dad pull up and whatever, and I'm like, he's right here, and he's like, wait. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I see them, and I'm like, hey, bitch. They meet my dad. Like, apparently your dad said my dad grabbed your fucking dad's hand like a monster. And, like, fucking tried to break his hand. Um, then, uh, my dad's like, so, Javier was being an asshole, so he's not gonna go see this movie. Come on. And I was like, no, like, fuck you. Like, and I want to express to a lot of, even my fucking dad, I don't care if he's listening. My, I, like, I've been growing a better relationship with my dad. My mm-hmm. dad did some fucked up things. My dad did things that should not have happened. My dad did things and still, like, when I see a bread Budweiser can, I don't see just a red Budweiser can. I have in my poem, the poem that I literally wrote, I think yesterday, I say, and the top half of this, or the top part of this poem was directed to Susie. This part, your love made me nothing just two years ago. So saying, 
we could say all this time that we love each other. And I really do love Susie. I want to, we want to, or I was going to tell her this. I was like, I want to fake a marriage or whatever and like get down on one knee or whatever and have people be like, ah! and then me be like, will you be my gay best friend forever? And people be like, ah, <laughs> I want to do that. But um, like I had a lot of people tell me, <laughs> boyfriends, like they loved me and stupid shit got in the way. And it was like, you for fucking real. So your love made me nothing. Like, and I, I, I brought into big light, like Gabby Hanna, cause she wrote a poem in her new book that I want to get called Dandelion out October 13th, which I think is today. No, it's the 10th. So it's out everywhere. October 13th, go get it. It's going to be around like $16. Go get it. It's a good, good book. Like if you've read adult lessons, her poem book, it's a lot better than that. Like it's actually like that shit's going to make you cry. And she has a poem about her domestic, uh, her domestically abusive boyfriend. Literally, I'm going to tell you that this poem, she says, he said, get on your knees and beg. I did as I was told. Tell me how much you don't deserve me. I did as I was told. He literally says, suck my, like he told her, suck my fucking cock, bitch. And she, she said, like, I, I told him, how, can I please have my things? I want to enjoy the night with him. Like, she that happened to her. P- these are people. I want to tell you, like Kim Kardashian could be going through something, and you might be laughing at her for fucking her silly kids singing up there. What are those? These are clubs, and her crying. Cause what if her kid's a singer one day, and a performer or a rapper or whatever, and sees her? That's her kid's first official performance. That's, that's like a memory. Like, in like, that's some shit that could make you cry. If I saw Susie one day, like she told me she was going to do a talent show and she was going to play ukulele or play piano or sing or whatever. Fuck it. I ditch school, suck some stranger's dick, have him drive me over to her school, tell my mom I'm fucking dead and go see, to go see her. Shit. I'd stab someone. The bitch is like, you have to pay $5 to get in. Do you want me to cut your nipples off and swap them? I suggest you let me in, ho. Anyways, to see her, and I would cry my fucking lashes off. Speaking of lashes, they broke today. Um, Like, that's my best friend. And, like, I would cry because I remember when she first got her, started playing keyboard, like, physically, like, wanting to learn keyboard. She taught me how to play House of Glass. Or, yeah, House of Glass? House of, House of Gold by Tony Pilots. Like, I know those keys by heart, thanks to her. So whenever I see a keyboard, I think of my baby Susie, and, like, my little sister will play her keyboard, and I inst- she'll be like, Emily will want me to play the Corpse Bride song, the dee-nee-nee-nee-nee-nee-nee, and I'll play House of Gold instead, because I remember her trying to figure out the notes and writing them down on little papers and and, like... I, I, like, I don't even have to look at the notes anymore. I just remember how to play it because she taught me the fingering. You know, the fingering. You cry. And, like, I remember Susie getting those instruments and learning to play them. So, see, like, for if she was to perform for the first time ever, I'd fucking cry because that's my baby. Like, and I want to express to you, Susie didn't really have have a mom. She had a half-assed mom, and I had a half-assed dad, and my dad knows that. But, um, like I said, 
like all the fear and hatred I, I felt all the fear and hatred or i felt all the hatred and fear start to grow it's just medication they told me so well should i believe them i'd quite love to know each somber heartbeat turned quiet for once everything cold and distant for months he never cared and she never asked but you my dear friend my girl in the glass my delusion and fantasy all shattered away as everything loving began to decay so now i am left here same as i'd been same monsters that lay here under my skin and i have this picture that i've been put i know susie's seen it it's the picture of me grabbing my hair and screaming and i look beautiful in that picture i love that picture like i want to express to you the reason that's my favorite picture i took do you remember when i was posting all of the marina songs that one night and i looked i was having like a baby photo shoot with marina songs yeah that was that picture and it was the song she has called lies she says i don't want to admit that we're not gonna fit no i'm not the type that you like why don't we just pretend and she says lies mm -hmm. don't want to don't want to know don't want to know oh, I, I can't let you go can't let you go oh, i just want it to be perfect to believe it's all been worth the fight and I'm not singing good right now because if I wanted to sing good like that, you wouldn't be able to understand. And then she says, lies, don't want to know. And like, and this is, you can t tell what is going through. She's going through a relationship and she knows that there's no love there. And like, especially the part that gets to me is she says, you only ever touch me in the dark. Only when we're drinking, you see my spark. And only in the evening could you give yourself to me because the night is your woman and she'll set you free. Meaning that you're you literally just an object to this other person and they're just an object to you and she says like like um like I, th I don't remember what part it is but she says like let's oh no it's another song never mind i was gonna say she says let's let's get drunk um come on baby let's just get drunk forget we don't get off like Electra Hart is really a daddy issues like the girl with daddy issues that sits in the back of the classroom and the black hoodie crying like that was me that was me that was me I was listening to Melanie Martinez <laughs> I would blast I was listening to 21 Violet I would I remember Crybaby was my bit like that was my breakthrough like that my dad was a piece of shit um and my mom really was messed mess, messed up my mom has been through some fucked up shit but um my dad forced me on medication told me like convinced me i had to take these meds and if i didn't like i was like i looked at it as if i didn't take these meds i wasn't a good i wasn't like a good boy like i was a bad kid and my nana was pissed my my nana is my grandma by the way i remember she when she worked at my school i brought my meds to school one day Oh no, I actually did do that and I got in trouble. Um, I, I didn't take my meds one day cause I remember we were in a rush and I was like, I need to go to school and I forgot. So I told my Nana, Nana, can you drive to my house real quick and go get me my meds? You don't need your meds. Yes. And I remember I was physically crying. I need my meds. No, you don't. And it's almost like an addiction. I was addicted to those mm -hmm. meds. Wow. I had an addiction problem. Like, 
It's so sad. I guarantee you people who like eat cocaine and stuff and like take like Xanax and shit like that and like eat it or like snort it. I guarantee you Coke doesn't smell good. I guarantee you weed doesn't taste good. I guarantee you cocaine doesn't taste good. Like the, and I guarantee you shooting up heroin doesn't feel good running through your fucking veins. But you like need it after a while. And mm-hmm. I needed those meds to go to school to be normal. And that's not something to put in your fucking kid. And that's what my dad did to me in second grade. That's when I had a mm-hmm. consistent med. And it didn't help that he would bring women over and tell me that I was fucking crazy. And I was seeing shit. I mm-hmm. hope my dad listens. And I hope my dad knows. I could tell my dad I love him as much as I can. I want my dad to do something with the little time he has left with his small brain while it's fading and withering away. As everything loving began to decay. I remember the song I played for you earlier, Fear and Loathing? Um, yeah. Well, we have 22 seconds. Loathing, a feeling of intense dislike or hatred. I, that, 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 that like sentence, fear and loathing. That's me and my dad is fear and loathing. Susie's mom never Mm -hmm. told her she was sorry for the things that her mom did to her. That's, I told my Thea Karen. I would give my dad a completely new slate if he said sorry. Like, I told him I would, or I told Karen, like, I'd forgive it all. Like, I'd treat it like he was a new person. I'd go blind with it. I'd truly, and maybe shit, maybe I'd find God again. We were supposed to go see my really religious cousin today. And just so happens that she's not available. And her house is being renovated and all that this is like i think it's a sign that i need and i think everyone needs something like that something to believe in like i i just don't think i need that right now i don't need to devote my life to god right now i don't because i've been trying these all these years. Wow, and this was supposed to be a Basiso Hotel. Let me finish this up. I've been trying all these years, and what the fuck has happened? Like, this is what I get? And I know mm-hmm. what everyone's gonna fucking say. You need to give it time. Yeah, fuck your God and fuck your time. I'm doing what the fuck I want. And if I want to suck a dick, if I want to go and steal some shit, I want to go and look like a fucking hooker every day. If I want to go and stuff my fucking fat face with shit. If I want to go and be anorexic for two days. If I want to scream at my mom at the top of my lungs. If I want to beat the shit out of my sister. Which I don't. I don't actually hit her that often. I slap her on the head sometimes. But I don't beat my sister. Like some people think I do. Mm -hmm. Um, If I want to lie my ass off to anyone. If I want to run away one day and just not come home. If I want to 
do all these bad... If I want to go take someone's boyfriend. If I want to get a boyfriend and go cheat on him with someone. If I want to do that shit, that's my fucking right. And honestly, a lot of these fucking white Karens that I see out here like Cheryl and stuff. Fucking telling, telling me that I fucking need God right now. Go fuck yourself. You don't know what I've mm-hmm. been through. And what has... I've told myself that God was by my side and truly trusted God. Especially when my fucking Nana died. My Nana was the only thing that... My poor mom and my poor... I hate that I see my mom like this. What the fuck was my mom going to do? What was she going to do? Like, against my dad. He was going to slap her to the mm-hmm. side. Or slap her until she was on the ground. Then come back for me. He knew. my. He touched my Nana... She, my nana had nails. She was going to grab his neck and squeeze it. She was going to draw that motherfucker's blood like that. And he knew because my nana was a scary bitch. I loved my nana. She was a fucking... You mess with her? And her especially me because my nana had trouble having kids. Um, Like, you fuck with my nana and her grandbabies? You're dead. My Nana died and gave me her, me and Emily, her prized possessions. And it fucks with me. Do you remember the first day I brought Isabella before that party? How Violet played Soul Sister and I physically had to walk outside. And I was like looking at my wrist. Yeah. That's because I my the last bit I have on my Nana's necklace is a bracelet now. And like I'm not Catholic like she was. But it was, that's my Nana's necklace, and she died with that necklace on. I don't know where her pillow is. She had her favorite pillow. Like, my dad has his favorite pillow. My Nana had a pillow that she couldn't sleep without. I don't know where that is. I don't know where Emily's pillow was, because my Nana gave me her favorite pillow, and Emily had her second favorite pillow. I don't ha- I don't know where any of that stuff is. I'm finding bits and pieces of things that people are giving me from my Nana. And... That fucks with me because my mom, Emily died. Not my sister, my mom's best friend, Emily, um, Emily Goss. You should look her up. The Goss sister, the, the, the dual Goss sister murders. They were murdered together, her, Emily and her sister, in an awful way, and they still haven't been found. The murderer still hasn't been found. So that fucks with my mom every day. I, and my mom has all this my, shit. My mom has Emily's nipple piercings. My mom has all this stuff of Emily. I don't have anything really of my Nana anymore. I have the things we made together. I have little things. You know, things that are sentimental, but they're not the same. I want to go and get my Nana's phone. But you know who needs it more than I do? My Tata. My mm. poor widowed Tata. Who physically cries Every day. You know in the Bible. When. I think it was. Do you remember Job? Job. Job was that guy. He's right after the book of Esther. Oh Job. Yeah. So for fun fact for the atheist people or whoever. Job was a man of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And he was a God. a, A son of God. Or like that. He was like a man of God. God gave him everything. He gave him children and gave him a wife. He gave him a house. He gave him a farm. He gave him all this stuff. Then the devil decided, hey, I guarantee you I can make this man, I can make this man hate you. God said, bet. 
and let's say intake everything from this man. His children, his wife, his house, his friends, all of this. And physically tortured this man. And God let that happen. And sure, God gave it all back. Okay, if this happened to me and I became a holy thing of God, I bet you I can take, make this, this little gay thing hate you. Okay. And physically killed Susie. Fuck God. The fuck? Oh, and he gives me a new friend. It's like Violet. Like Violet then becomes my best friend. I don't want fucking Violet. No offense, Violet. It's like my, that's, I put it like this. If me and my little sister died in a car crash on our way back to like, like this very well could happen. Like the girlfriend bringing us home or bringing us to the police station and we die in a car crash. And Robert saying, oh, it's okay. You still have my kids. Fuck your kids. My mom loves Marissa. My mom loves Kira. Fuck your kids. Those were my babies and they're fucking gone. Like, mm-hmm. like that's like Cheryl. Like, I know that's why you're so against Cheryl. It's because your dad moved on so fast. And you're like, and Cheryl's trying to be your new mom. You're like, fuck you. You're not my mom. I mean, there's more reasons than that. Well, but yeah, that's bitch, like, one of the reasons. Like, Cheryl's trying to be your mom. And she's trying to put these rules down or whatever. It's like, that's why I hated Kara at first. That's why I'm saying. You got to give it some some time. Kara, when, I, when she first started coming into my life, whooped my physical ass. She whooped me. Like how my dad whooped me. So you know what I told that bitch? I told her to go fuck herself. And I tried to ruin her relationship with my mom by making her life a living hell. I made up the biggest bullshit lies. And I, because I am I told you, I'm a good liar. That Because I had to learn. So, mm-hmm. and I knew how to work. I know how to work people. I know how people work. So I'd be so good in sales. I worked my dad's ass off. I fucking, and that bitch stayed. I, that's why I see Kara the way I do. Because she stayed. And I know it wasn't for me at first. Or, yeah, it wasn't for me anymore. Like, once that started. And she stayed. But I hated her. I wanted her gone. Fuck. I was like, fuck that mm-hmm. bitch. And she stayed. And I remember, I realized she stayed. After all of that. After all the shit my dad put her through. He saw her every day. He saw Kara. Or every weekend. That we were with him. He saw her. And I know he gave her shit. He gave her shit all the time. He didn't like Kara. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like Kara. And Emily didn't like Kara. We didn't like Kara. We didn't want. And I especially didn't want her in my life. Because it seemed like she was trying to be like my dad. And I didn't want a dad. In the beginning of the divorce, I didn't want mm-hmm. a dad. I just needed my mom. And seeing Kara come in and try and step in, and I was like, fuck you. And she stayed. And I remember I tried to tell, show her and tell her, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for all of the shit I put you through. I made your life awful. And she said, what do you want? That's what you do to people. Yeah. She really didn't think I cared about her anymore. She think I she thought I hated her. And she thought I was lying. Because I was so good at lying. 
she, she didn't believe me. And I had to show her that I cared. And I remember when I hadn't seen Kara for a while, it was the, like one of the first times my dad was nice enough to take me over to see her. It was after my, my, my dog Gracie died. I think I was wearing like light makeup and I cry. I physically, she was talking to someone and I ran up to her and I hugged her so tight and I cried big time cried. And mm-hmm. I think she realizes right now that make my makeup isn't good for me. And I think even, you know, my makeup isn't good for me. It inputs a toxicity in my, in my heart telling myself that I'm not pretty and that I need all this and pretty girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry. Famous people don't cry. Cover girls don't cry. Cover girls don't eat. Cover girls don't do this. And I I know people see this. And my dear Amy, she told me, you're so pretty. No, I'm not. That's bad that you say that. I just don't and thing is no one really told me I was ugly it was the things you look like your dad how could you say that that's Mm -hmm. awful why are you telling me I look like my 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 monster my nightmare my makeup Mm -hmm. turned into drag you remember how light my makeup was yeah it was light eyeshadow it wasn't blended up to my eyebrow it was covering only my like eyelid and it was done in the crease it was a simple when I would blink you would see the eyeshadow it was mascara it was foundation it was a lot of highlighter and I think it was blush and that was it yeah that was it and I'd put a spit in my eyebrows to get the makeup out of them oh and I powder with a bronzer it was really and it was light makeup it's normal people makeup then I realized I could be really beautiful with makeup or what I thought was beautiful which was Amy Winehouse which was Ariana Grande which was Gabby which was Avril which was all these people that I thought were beautiful and Harley Quinn too I think she's so pretty I think she's a beautiful character and I wanted to be pretty because I didn't get to be pretty and didn't help them. My mom didn't want me to wear makeup, especially around her because that wasn't normal mm-hmm. for her. It wasn't normal for a man to wear makeup and not having Kara in my life when I needed her like that messed me up. And I think if I had Kara with me when I first started wearing makeup, I wouldn't be so reliable on it because she would, she would have told me you don't need all that makeup. You're so pretty without it. And I know it, it would have meant something. Not saying that like you don't like you. T- I know you tell me that I'm pretty without makeup or I'm pretty with little makeup or whatever. And whoever tells me I'm so pretty without makeup. I, I, I don't. It doesn't hit me there. The way Kara is and that my mom and whoever doesn't see it is because. I came out to Kara first and Mm -hmm. sort of the sense of at first was because she didn't matter or whatever, because it's just my mom's friend. She's not my mom. She's not my dad. And 
that's sort of the, it's like, you can tell us, it's like, you can tell a stranger anything. That's why Gabby Hanna writes her letter, her letters to strangers. In another version of her book, it's called Letters to Strangers. It's where strangers in her lifetime impacted her, so she wrote a letter to them. It was sort of, and that's kind of fucked up because I still, I miss Kara so much, and it really was, my, my thing came true, is that she didn't matter and she could be gone anyway. And when I really did want her, God was like, psych, and took her from me. And now mm-hmm. she's always busy and I'm always busy and we live so far apart and my animals are being taken from me. And like, I don't know. She doesn't, I know she probably doesn't even know who I am anymore like that. And I probably don't really know who she is anymore. She sees, and I know a lot of people really do see how depressed I am. Ooh, that was scary. That scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> My music started playing. Um, I know a lot of people really do see how depressed I am. Like, a little earlier, when I started talking about how I cried when I saw Kara, I wanted to cry. But like I said, pretty girls don't cry. So everything just sits here. Oh, mm-hmm. the anger. and That's why I really envy Susie. As much as she might think she's ugly, I think she's really beautiful. And the good thing about her is she gets to cry. I get to, and I see her cry. And it really does fuck me up that I, 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 I don't get to cry. Like, I, I don't get the permission. Because mm-hmm. it's been three years. And I really do miss the days when... I'd pack an eyeliner with me and go to school and I could cry. I remember, I don't remember what it was. Oh, I did Halloween makeup too early. It was like September and I did Halloween makeup and they made me take it off. And I was so upset and I physically cried and I was crying in science class. And I remember my friend Victoria was like, it's okay. It's okay. And I miss my eighth grade teacher so fucking much because I could physically I could cry and I just still knew I was pretty and not that my new teachers don't, it's you don't get that. Like I, I, especially because the end of the year was taken from me. I grew, I mean, I grew with my relationships with some of my teachers, but like my eighth grade teachers and teachers I knew in seventh grade, they just, they just knew. They knew when something was wrong. They knew. They just knew me. And I could tell them things. I told my teacher, Miss Salem, like, I want to die. And I don't know who I am. And I act like I know who I am. And I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And it didn't help that when I tried to start taking medication again, it brought back all of these problems that my Nana was dead. She's gone forever. And I'll never get to hear her voice again. And I'll never get to sing to her again. And her necklace is gone. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm left here with my poor Tata, who literally sits every day and weeps because he has nothing. And that my Kara is gone and my dog is gone and my dream house is gone and my baby brother has gone and my parents are divorced and a lingering fear that's always been with me is am I doing good enough in my life I don't want to die I really don't I want to do great things in this world and I can but all those years just being a number, being a high number, mm-hmm. being an envious number, being smart, being a someone, sort of, being just the smart kid in school who could draw good. Like, the expectation. Why, is, why, why do you have this? You can do better. Expecting little to nothing or having people expect little to nothing from me is mm-hmm. so easy. And being beautiful and being envied by. I know that little Bailey bitch sees me and she knows that I'm prettier than her and I'm skinnier than her and I get more dick than her and I'm better mm-hmm. than her. I was never better than anyone. I was just smarter than them. I'm still smarter than some people. Shit, I'm born on fucking Albert Einstein's birthday. Fuck me if I wasn't smart. I'm... It's just nicer to be a ditz. It's nicer to be just a pretty little thing. And... You really do take things for granted. You, I took Kara for granted. I never thought she was going to leave me. Mm-hmm. I took my horse for granted. And that was my fucking baby. That horse. I, no offense to my fucking dog. I love that horse more than that dog. Yeah. That horse got me. And I got that horse. And I told her and made sure that she knew that she was never going to go hungry again. No one was ever going to hit her again. No one was ever going to do the things that those awful people did to her. She was never going to look like a fucking skeleton ever again. She was going to be beautiful. And now some little white bitch has her. And I would do anything to get that horse back. I want that horse. I miss that horse. And not... I could be physically Jeffree Star. And I will never... Money will never pay back that horse. That horse was my soulmate. And Kara knew that that horse was nice. Everyone fucking knew that that was my horse. That was, even before I met her, everyone knew that was my horse. I don't know what that little girl named my horse, but I hope she kept her name as Harmony. That was her. I just knew. I had the thought. I was at Hume Lake. And I just had a thought that, my horse is, I want a horse and her name is going to be Harmony. 
And her favorite color is going to be teal. And she's going to be beautiful. And she was a red roan horse. She looked like Ariel. She was beautiful. And in the seasons, she'd change. She was red in summer and whitish in... No, she was red in winter and white in the summer. Mm -hmm. And she's gone. And even my dog. I wanted a dog that looked like Kara's dog, which is the basic black and brown weenie dog. And she was a black and brown weenie dog. She was so much more than that. She was perfect. Her body was black and her feet were brown and she had a little white mark that looked like a heart on her chest. And she was so small. And she was, she just knew who she was. And she's gone. Mm -hmm. And my horse Nellie's gone. And my dog Annie is gone. And my dog Chloe's gone. And my dog Gracie is gone. And my dad let off the kitten by accident. The kitten that I told you that I wanted. It's gone. Mm -hmm. I just can't win. And I really, t I told my mom. And I'm telling you. When I turn 17, you better watch me. Because I'm going to want to kill myself. And I know I'm going to. And I told my mom, make sure I don't do drugs. Make sure I don't drink. Make sure I don't hang out with bad people. Because I'm going to want to fucking kill myself. And I'm not going to care. And I know I'm going to relapse on everything. I'm going to fucking go euphoria. I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to be hateful and spiteful and I'm going to be my dad and I'm just going to want to die and I know I am because I'm not going to want to grow up I don't want to grow up I really don't I that's why I want to be famous have someone else do it all for me and get paid for it to make it better mm -hmm. I don't want to do that and I don't want to die if I could live forever, I would. I I don't. And the thing that fuck that's gonna fuck me up is I'm gonna die before you. And you're gonna have to put me on the ground. Bitch, I better not watch me hop in that grave with you, bitch. You think I won't? <laughs> you're like peace. Peace out, bitches. I got nothing left here. One thing that you said, like, when you, you say, I don't want to die, it really, like, hits you somewhere, like, just somewhere so deep in me. Because every day of my life, I used to write down in this notebook. I used to, it wasn't even a diary because I didn't say how, like, my day went or anything. I just felt I want to die. I prayed. I prayed. Every night, every day, for years, just take me, Lord. I don't want to go. I don't want to be here anymore. But when I met you, when I started talking to you, at first, yeah, I told you. I'm fucking, I have suicidal thoughts every freaking day. But you made it easier to handle that. Soon, like, maybe I thought about it once a week then turn to once a month and now even though I joke about me like saying oh I want to die I never really mean it anymore and 
I'm not going to give all the credit to you because that would be unfair to the other people who have helped me on this path to self-love, but you were the major part of it. You started it all, Javi. And you, without you, I wouldn't be here. And I know that for sure, for 100% sure. There was nights where I sat there and I contemplated. I was like, this is the night I'm going to do it. But then I looked at my phone and you were calling. And I was like, maybe you can hold off for one more night. Maybe I can hold on for one more day. Soon, again, turned into maybe a maybe a month. And now it's been a whole, like, two or three years of our friendship. And I always thought, you know what? He's going to leave me someday. He's going to realize that I'm not worth his time, that I don't answer his calls, and I don't, I'm inconsistent with texting. So I always thought, you know, someday. But now I know, like, I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to believe that we will always have each other. And I'm going to hope and pray with every fiber in my being that we're friends till the end. We see each other throughout to the end. Life, this life is miserable. It's horrible. I hate it. But with you and with others, it makes it worth living. You make it make my life worth living. I really, I tell people, like, I want to fucking kill people. I don't, and like, I don't care what you think about me. And I really tell people, like I told fucking Bailey, I don't care what you think about me. Because, and like, even if you hated me or if we got in a big, big fight one day and like we weren't talking for like two weeks, I would like tell like people, or I didn't tell you and myself, like, I don't care what you think because I care about what I think. I really only care about what you think. Not even like Aaron, because me and Aaron share a brain, really. Like, do you want another version of me, but older? It's Aaron. <laughs> it's We're physically exactly the same. Mentally and like problem-wise and like phys brain down to the T. It's, it's like having a white twin. And, like, I used to say the reason I have my friends like this, the reason I have people like this in my life, I used to say Isabel was one of my best friends. It's because we're broken and we put each other back together. That's not what it is anymore. It's that we're broken and we stay broken together. And... One of the things that I wanted to say that I guarantee you, you didn't read because you skipped through my story is I say in my poem, but you, my dear friend, the girl in the glass, my delusion and fantasy is from my book that I read, you know, Anna Green Gables. Mm -hmm. And hold up. 
um, she didn't have friends because she was a redhead and she would read books and she would fantasy or yeah, like she'd like play fantasy or whatever. They didn't want to be friends with her. She was crazy. So she was friends with her reflection and her reflection's name was Katie. And I remember seeing in the movie and in the book that she had to realize that Katie wasn't real. And the reason her and Katie got along is because they were the same. And I think in the show, she has a mirror in her room. And she breaks it. And that's her saying goodbye to Katie. And the thing is that Katie, Mm -hmm. Anne had braids in her hair. And Katie didn't. She had her hair down. And Katie would talk to her. And Katie would tell her that things were going to be okay. I remember I would tell myself and like when you said that you would pray to God like just take me I knew what it was like to kill myself I, I like I saw people like in movies and stuff kill themselves and I just always knew that that was murder or whatever in the book and you couldn't you couldn't for, ask for forgiveness after that so I didn't want to kill myself and I but I wanted to die and I would pray in my closet. I would cry and pray in my closet. God, I just, mm-hmm. I just want to die. Like, why do you put me through this? And especially when my Nana died, what the fuck God? And I remember, let's go back. Hold up. I have a book. Let me see. It's a special book. It's an old book. Um, a little yellow book. I don't know where it is actually. But um, I had a book, and it was called Somebody. Did you Did you see it? It was in um, by like oh here it is. this was and and it wasn't even for my nana and this breaks my heart because my nana's mom died in 2012 in in memory of grandma Margaret forever in our hearts to my angel this will help you through Rough, rough times. I love you with all of my heart. So does Tata. Love Nana and Tata. And my Nana wrote in her lovely cursive, someone I love, or someone I know who died is my grandma. And little me wrote through this book the first time. And a lot of the things that you would, that a normal kid would have is a friend to talk about and say and be friends with or whatever. And I didn't have that. I had dogs and I had other family members and I never had friends. 
Literally, I say that my only friend. Someone named Janir. Or. Nope, it's like Janir or something. And. The Counting Vampire from Sesame Street. <laughs> That's so sad. But like, what breaks my little heart is that I had to go through this again after my nana died. And I remember I would bring this book with me everywhere. And this was so long ago. And I never want to get rid of this book. And I don't know why. It's just so negative. It's the negative energy that I bring with me. Everywhere. Like... Why do I like? And I told Kara when I was first talking about how I had a crush on that Jose kid, and I know he doesn't love me back like that. Like, so I asked her, "Why do I do this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? Why do I do these things to myself? Why do I torture myself like this?" You'd think I'd been tortured enough. I guess not. And, like, it's like seeing those pictures that Seth posted of him, or, like, that he took of him crying. And, like, seeing all those times that, like, you would cry. And I really do envy. I don't. I have, I've become, I guess, what I wanted. Become a Barbie. Barbie doesn't cry. I don't see fucking Barbie cry. She's plastic. Why is she going to cry? She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Why is she going to cry? She lives in a nice house. She is a somebody. She lives in Malibu. Why is she going to cry? She's fucking Barbie. She has no need to cry. And... I've become the prima donna that I fear. And a song that I've been listening to a lot is by Marina, and it's called Valley of the Dolls. In the Valley of the Dolls, we sleep. Got a hole inside of me, living with identities that don't belong to me. I... Javier Herrera Jr. is gone. He's dead. Javi is someone else. Javi's who you know me as. And people who don't know me nowadays know me as Angel. I'm not, and I guess to my family, I'm Javiercito. I'm not. Javier anymore. No one calls me Javier anymore. 
Unless you're in my family. I have no friends that call me Javier. I... I miss Javier sometimes. Because he got to cry. He got to be a human. He got emotion. Now I'm just... Picture, picture, smile for the picture. Pose with your brother. Won't you be a good sister? Everyone thinks that we're perfect. Please don't let them open the curtains. And my best friend during that, when that album was the biggest that it had ever been, like 2015, was Mad Hatter. That's when I fell in love with Harley and big time. Like I'd, I'd always liked her. I just didn't really know who she was. Was She was just a Joker's girlfriend to me. And I always thought she was funny and I liked her voice and I thought she was pretty. Um, but 2015 and 16 is when I really fell in love with her. I guess that's when everyone did. But I had some form of connection where I just liked her better than Catwoman and Poison Ivy and like all those other characters. She was better to me. She really was. And I was never a big Bat fan, Batman fan, like, for info-wise. I never really cared about Batman. Um, but I don't know. I just always liked her. I thought she was pretty. And I love the recognition she's getting nowadays. I really do love her. I know that you don't have a consistent persona or whatever like that. You don't have a fake persona mm -hmm. that you put on. You're not. You don't know how. And I don't think you do. Because you're. You always seem the same. Mostly. And you don't. Deprive yourself. Like I do. I deprive myself. Of a lot of things. And I really. Really miss my Kara. And I remember one of the last times I saw her was, I, I don't even fucking remember what we did. I think I sat down and watched a movie with her. And I really miss living on Fairfax and her being on Fairview. And like, fuck you, mom. I'm going to go see Kara. Seeing my dogs and my cats. And I go to your house and I see all the dog hair and the mess. And I, I really miss it. My mom thinks it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. But, like, what's all over your clothes? That's dog hair. I, I miss my animals. My animals, like, got me. And my dog... I remember there was a part where my mom would give me food and I I don't remember what I got in trouble for. But she would like lock me in my room and I'd have to do schoolwork. And they'd give me like food and uh, they'd go do something or whatever. And my dog would sit by the door and like wait for me to come out or wait for me to let her in. And I... She, and she knew her name. And she knew what I was supposed to. She knew what I called her. 
she knew the noises. She she knew when she was being called, and who by. She knew she was Hedionda with Kara and my mom. She knew she was Octavia with Emily, and the little noises I call Liza and whatever. Who else is dogs? That's what I would call her. I'd call her puppy. And. I don't even know where that dog's collar is anymore. Thanks to my fucking mom. And. What the fuck? I. Would get. If I could go back. Give up. All of this. The only negative thing is that I wouldn't know you. Or be barely knowing who you were. I would, but that that would be the major deal breaker is I wouldn't know who you and Aaron, who you and Aaron were, and shit, I'd probably be best friends with my friend Cammy again. I called her today and it took her forever to answer me back, and little shit like that. I know that's not what it's meant to be. People who I think I can count on like that, and when like. That's why I get so upset when you don't text me back or call me back. Because then I feel like I'm not a priority. Especially when I'm like freaking out. And like fucking kind of fucking. Sometimes when I'm calling you. Like I. I, I, I don't try and cut myself anymore. Like I'm like sometimes. I get that from my mom. My mom would cut herself when she would get stressed. And depressed and stuff. Because that's her way of letting it out. I just need that mm-hmm. sometimes. And I've re- I, I, I remember Emily Anders I'm, I was for my cousin's birthday party. It was for my cousin Lily's birthday party. I was getting so stressed out and I was upset because Karen was having her first party. It was, ha- it was throwing my, like almost like my first party at my house. And I was upset and I just, I was getting upset over everything and I remember I was changing a light bulb in my room and the glass dome fell and broke. And I was mm-hmm. it was too much. And I grabbed a pair of sharp scissors and I slashed my leg and they weren't even that deep. And still to this day I know exactly where cuz I can see it. I don't want to hurt someone like that. I don't, I say I want to kill someone and sometimes, honestly, it would be better, but it's better to like mutilate myself than hurt someone like that. I don't really want to throw my life away like that. I don't want to, mm-hmm. if I killed my dad, I, that, who would that affect? Everyone but me. You wouldn't have me anymore. Aaron would have no one anymore. Aaron is locked in Las Vegas with fucking no one. No one. A bunch of strangers and people who hate him and who don't want him there and don't care. And you'd be left here with basically no support. You call Michael right now, is he going to answer? Probably not. You call Cohen right now? Or Keander? Are they going to answer? Thanks. Probably not. 
I guarantee you probably the only person out of our friend group that would answer is Caitlin. Even then, she's restricted. But if she could, she would. Yeah. You would have really no one to like lean on like that. Because you can't lean on Violet. Violet, would, if you were trying to lean on Violet, she'd push you right off. Violet's mm-hmm. just not that type of person. Violet needs someone to lean on. That's Timothy. She can't be leaned on. She has her own problems. So you would be back mm-hmm. to square one. Like that. Aaron would drive off a cliff. Like, honestly, I feel like I could marry Aaron, but there would be, like, like there'd be no sex or anything like that. It would be just, like, pure, like, love, like, like a Disney love like that. Like, I, I think the only person I can see having my aerial wedding with would be Aaron. Right now, at least. But that's not what I want. I want romance. This is just utter love. I want the romance. But that never works out. Look at what it did to my mom. My fucking poor mom. And my fucking dad's having a fucking riot, isn't he? Just popping out kids, you know. Having pets. Has his own house. Money to blow. Fucking nice girlfriend. What am I left with? His remains. My poor broken mom. My fucked up sister. And me. Oh, and my poor Tata. He's being so mistreated over there. My Tata's not going to do anything. Who is? That's where I come in. I mean it. There's only one person I would kill and would make sure I get away with it. I'm sure you can guess who, people. Susie already knows who. But. And he might say I don't have the gut not what it's about sweetheart it's about not having anything to lose like that or little to lose and being absolutely crazy you know the harley quinn cut up a bunch of innocent people and put them in a fridge (laughs) literally for fucking nothing and she cut up a bunch of fucked them random people and made them her family and stuffed and taxidermied them Literally. She did that. Shit, maybe they were her real family. She did that, though. And she cut someone in half and put them as a jack-in-the-box. That's fun to me. I would only do that with one person's life. But that would all go away for one word. Sorry. Then, a continuation. Okay, for what? Everything. 
all of the things I did. But who's going to say sorry for that? Mm -hmm. Like, it's very taboo for fucking Seth to do those stupid tarot card readings and Norma, give us a sign. If you hate Susie, do this. That happens. I guarantee you not to be fucked up to Louisa or anyone. If your mom, if you don't want to say your mom's in hell, she's in limbo, but she's not in heaven. Because you have to not only tell God that you are sorry, figure out a way to tell that person sorry. Tell a person to tell a person to tell a person to tell that person they're sorry. Mm-hmm. Your mom just didn't. Because she was perfect, wasn't she? Of course she was. That's how my nana was. So I don't think my nana's in heaven or hell because my nana was a pretty nice person. But to be a nice person, you have to be, I was saying this today, to be a good person, to be successful, you got to be evil. My nana was a good person, but evil to do it. So I feel like my nana would be in limbo. My nana's just stuck there. Mm-hmm. Because my nana died with my dad's secret that he was cheating. And she knew. And she died with that. My nana was the last link of my mom and dad's relationship. Why did she die with that? She was going to fucking die. Because she cared about her reputation. Now what's happening to your reputation? Mm -hmm. I guarantee you she didn't think my mom was going to divorce him. But I don't know. I just... This episode's been all about me, hasn't it? I love how we're supposed to talk about our dads and then just talk about emancipation. But it kind of just took a turn. But you know what? I'm happy for that. Like, I'm happy that we can talk about this. Like, I'm sorry I haven't been here. Like, lately I've been, like, freaking offline, dead, somewhere in a ditch. But I'm happy that we can talk. And even though, like, right now you might feel like absolute utter shit, I'm, I'm going to do my best on my part to help you feel better, like, the way that you made me feel. Like, I want you, I want to be the person that you were for me, because you helped me in so many ways and in ways you can never repay. And I will spend my whole life trying to make that up to you. You cannot stop me because, like, I literally owe my whole life to you. You're everything to me, Javi. Like, if I had only one person in the world to save, it's honestly a hard, like, a hard decision between you, Caitlin, and me. 
because like yeah Lisa is my sister but I never talked to her about half the things that I talked to you about you always like I don't even have to tell you what's wrong you you already you know me better than anyone else and I hate when people think that like you have to have like a super long relationship like childhood friends to be this close like you're closer to me than I am with like like I said my sisters half of my childhood friends anyone in my life you outdo them and without you I don't know where no I do know I'd be dead in the grave without you I'd be dead and I want you to feel the happiness and I want you to be on the same road of self-love that I'm on. And I want to help you with that. I don't know how to though. And damn, this really is going into pillow talk in it, but I just... I don't understand what, like, how do I say this? I just wish, I really do feel like if Kara was still here, and I know my mom, and I, 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 I'm, I, I, like, I know you're trying, but like, like the adult. Like, people who have, like, all this money that's just fucking gutter. Like, like you don't make four, like $44,000 like my mom does. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, my and, like, especially because my mom's my mom. My mom tries her fucking best. Like, she's, like, the definition of, like, special. I try my best, though. But... Don't know what this for thought distress you don't know I struggle. And like the reason I was so like fucking listen to the song, listen to my episode, like fucking pay attention to special. When I heard that song, I cried. She literally says, I'm not special. Who the hell am I to think I'm special? I try my best still. Oh, no, she says, I try my best to, but if I die, wind up in some mess, you don't know I struggle, because I don't tell it. If I did, I really don't think you'd be bothered to hear it anyway. Like, no one, I feel like, that's why if I could be best friends with any famous person, It'd be Gabby. Because I know. I know that Aquarius and Pisces. Because I put it like this. Like I know. We're not the best. Combined like that. I would just. Mm -hmm. I feel like. We would just be so good together. She's been through so much. And, like, she's been through the normal so much. Even though she's been alive longer than I have. Anyone can say. 
me and you should not have gone through the bullshit we have and be 15. Mm. You literally had your mom tell you she was going to burn you on the stove and smash your head into the wall. My dad made me fear the, the noise of fucking jingles like keys and a belt and what kind of fucking people do that who tells their kid they're gonna burn them on the stove and who like do you know how much do you know about wolverine well one of the things that wolverine is known for is for being scruffy for being butchy for being animalistic like like feral Mm -hmm. my dad acted like that like a fucking wolf like a bear like a fucking animal Mm -hmm. and like he like i'm gonna put it like this he acted like an animal and he would hurt me like an animal like he was ripping my flesh apart like, what the fuck, man? And, um, oh, what? Sorry, I'm done. Um, like, I express a lot of people. Harley Quinn is a sociopath, psychopaths are born that way. Sociopaths are made. They experience something. Like she, <laughs> she, she really was. Well, she was a normal girl. She was. She was a normal psychologist, and in some issues, she already had like minor mental issues. Like she was normal, and then the Joker mm-hmm. turned her into that, basically that monster of a person. And mm-hmm. that's what my dad did. I was born a little messed up and my dad just increased those monsters and maximized those demons, those nightmares. And I can't express to people who, who does that? You might be thinking whatever the fuck you're thinking. Oh, that's so sad. Or whatever you're thinking. Don't pity me. Because I've had enough people pity me and not do anything about it. I love my mm-hmm. my family, like on my dad's side and on my mom's side. None of you motherfuckers did anything. You just mm-hmm. talked about it. Like, it was table talk. Like something to gossip about behind my mom's back. And it, that's not what it is. I don't want to fucking hear that bullshit that you're Mexican. And I get it. That's what Mexicans do. Is we talk. And we talk and talk and talk. You people knew. I love my family. I really do. And I'm glad that I have my family. You didn't do anything to my dad. The person who did the most was Sergio. And my Theo Sergio, thank you. For standing up to my dad the few times you did. And if you're in my mom's family. 
Because I know that my dad's family, like my Nina Maru, she was like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? He, are, you, are you yelling at me? You're yelling at me? Watch how fast you become a woman. <laughs> like, you don't fuck with my Nina Maru. She's like a woman from Boston, the fuck? Like, <laughs> his family? You Okay, my dad's family, he tried, to, he tried to act the way he acted to me and my mom. To them? He'd wake up the next morning with titties. They'd fuck with him like that. They would. They would. They'd fuck him up. He'd wake up with titties and a vagina. He really would. And he'd wake up with <laughs> hair extensions and a broken nose. He'd wake up looking like Drag Voldemort. He'd wake up looking like Jeffree Star. They don't fuck around. They don't. My Nina Maru has so much money from sales because she. I forgot what she has something with real estate. Um, and she pays for like the kids' college and stuff, but you have to get a job, you have to keep good grades, and you have to be respectful, and you have to help my Nina Maru out because my Nina Maru has cancer. Um, so like, seems easy enough, but Nina Maru's not gonna make it fucking easy. And if like for me, she made me get like two jobs and make sure, or make sure I maintain straight A's, or make sure that I'm a brilliant cook. Because of how brilliant I really can be. She'd be like, oh, ho, ho, ho. You think you're going to try and slack off with me? Oh. Okay. Let's play. She don't play. But I guarantee you most of the people in my mom's family didn't say anything. My, I know my tia Lise did something. And I know, guarantee you, my tío Raúl... My tío Saul. And like all of like my really ballsy tíos. And Sergio too. The hell? Sergio is going to kill someone. Like a lot of people tried to do something. Who threw a punch? I haven't heard any record. And if you're one of my mom's family members and you threw a punch at my dad, please tell me. And I will go back and edit a clip right here. Insert. But... Kara threw a punch at my dad and knocked his ass cold. Mm -hmm. Whether, if my dad's fucking listening, he could say, I bet it happened. It did. There's multiple people there to say it happened. And if he likes to think he's cool with Kara, he can. A butch lesbian knocked you out cold. To, and like, that's how I'm going to put it because that's how someone else is going to put it. Is that because Kara's a quote unquote dyke. Like, that's what she is. She is a butch lesbian. And she's a strong, independent butch lesbian. Well, she has her girlfriend. Um, but, like, who needs a man? She ain't need a man. Something that little Emily would say when she was a baby. She'd say, who needs a man? Who needs a man? When she was a baby. <laughs> and Emily, or and Carol was like, I don't need a man. And my poor mom. I need a man. <laughs> Um, well, mom, I'm both one. of them in this situation. Like, my, my mom has her man up. Like, can you take him back? Can we get a refund? Like, he was making my poor mom so angry the other day. He was just, like, Cohen stupid. He was not grasping what my mom was saying. Right over his head. And I was just like, how does this motherfucker not understand? 
My mom was like, okay, what the fuck is he even saying? I don't know what was wrong with him. <laughs> I'm biting my nails. Sorry. Don't bite your nails, kids. Um, For real? No, I'm biting my lip. <laughs> but... <laughs> Bad habit, especially okay. Sometimes when I bite my lip, my like where I bite it at, the dead skin will get caught on my brace, and then I'll try to unwedge it, and it just rips out my lip. It hurts so bad, so bad. Don't bite your lips. Don't bite them. If you have braces, just die. (laughs) Just get a hammer. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I was telling my Thea Jenny, I was like, I love my family, and I, I was like, and I love you, but like, no one did anything, and like, they just looked at me like I was weird, and they just looked at me like we were mischiefs. I remember it would upset me. Because no one would invite my mom to anything. So some people have that bad habit where they won't invite me and my mom to things. And I'll pull up and I'll be like, so which one of you fat fucking whores decided that you were not going to invite me? Uh Uh-huh. I'm that bitch that'll come in. I did that with my cousin Skeensa, even though I was invited. I pulled up in a slutty... Did I tell you? No. You so well, you remember needed, but, you know, the yeah. outfit I was wearing to the mall. Yeah, that but in shoes that didn't fit me. Ooh. I walked in like that, and I was like, and my cousin Skeenson, everybody looked at me. My cousin Selena was like walking slower, like slower behind me. She was like, "I'm walking with you, the fuck." So I pulled up, and I was mm. like. What's up? And I was like, okay, pull up, pal. Like, <laughs> I stole the show. I If you don't invite me to a party, I'm letting everyone know. You know me? Or you have someone that... Or you're going to do something. And you don't invite me? I'm going to show up. So I'm going to find out about it. And I'm going to make your life miserable. Especially if the person who's running the party has a significant other who is out of the family and knows really nothing about them like that. You best fucking avoid me the whole night because you're going to want to die. Because I'm going to pull up awful pictures of you. Do you remember the beginning of my Instagram was just all those ugly pictures of my family? And it was all those ugly pictures of you and Ness and Pan and Violet and Caitlin and everyone. Yeah. Those are my favorite pictures to take. And I still love those. I'll still take some of those pictures. Like, I guarantee you I can scroll through my camera roll. What the fuck? Um, we can, you could take your shower and then we can record another episode. Okay. Okay. Um, I have, an, I have a bunch of ugly pictures of Aaron. Let me see. Let me see who's the next ugly picture I have. 
I have an ugly picture of my cousin Sebas, an ugly video of my Thea Jenny, an ugly video of my cousin Annabelle. <laughs> um, I have an ugly picture of my cousin Emma. I have an ugly video of Susie. And like you can mega see like her you double. Have so chin. many of those. You have so many ugly pictures and videos of me. It's not <laughs> even funny. No! What happened? What have I done? This video. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a screenshot from it. Let me let me send it to you real quick. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Look at that. I love how I have all these beautiful pictures of me, but like, God forbid, like, or of everyone else. I have, yeah, I have these beautiful pictures of me, but God forbid, I have them. Of else. <laughs> Why do you look so angry? I was just like so emo. <laughs> You're like, I listened to Tony and Pilot. And just Melina Martinez. And my chemical romance. Look at the next one I sent you. (laughs) 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 Wow! You know, the funniest picture ever taken of me to this day was this one time when we were like, before we go to camp. Um, we have to load on this bus. So when we get on the bus, we have to, we should all stay in like this one, like kind of dining room type thing. I don't know. It's weird. It has like a bunch of tables and it's like a preaching room or whatever. But we all sit there and we wait for like our names to be called and like, they'll talk, like, hey, are you here? Blah, blah, and like make sure that we have all our medicines and everything. But, um, so we were sitting there waiting to be loaded on the bus and, like, I had my hydro flask right next to me, like, in front of me. I think you know what picture I'm talking about. You, you guys said it for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Picture. And I was sitting there, and Violet goes, Susie. And she was, like, she's been calling me for, like, she calls me again, and, like, she called me, like, five times in a row. And I look at her with the, like, most inconvenient face ever. And it's just, like, there's a hydro flask covering like a third of my face. Me just like think of that one emoji that has just two eyes in a straight line to the mouth, like just like that. That was me. That was my facial expression exactly. Damn. Let me tell you, there's this one porn star, and he's like really famous in the gay community. He has some fucked up fingers. His fingers look like ETs. did not say that they do i'll send you a picture of his fingers like like look at this picture of like the ends like zoom in on his like thumb and like his like fingers if you can kind of see them why do they look like that you're right why do they look like that like what is that like honey are you okay let me see if anyone's taken other pictures of his fingers. <gasps> oh my god, Susie, look at his fingers. Why do they look like that? Okay, I know. Gross. It's a 
like bulge. But look at his fingers. They're all up close. <laughs> Ew, he has like a busted fingernail. Why do his fingers look like that? No. No. The worst part is you think like maybe one or two would look like that. No, they're all freaking symmetrical. But like, it's like someone copied and pasted his fingers, but like short, like shrunk them, you know? They kind of look like butt plugs, like tiny butt plugs. <laughs> There was this one E.T. toy in the 90s, and it when you would put pressure on the tip of it, it would light up, and his fingers look like that. Ooh. What the hell, bro? Some guy found a salamander right. in his dishwasher. Wait, what? A guy found a lizard in his dishwasher. Same though. Honestly. Anyways, um, this was a vi- this episode took a great turn. With we will be back with another recorded episode in a little bit. Um, actually talking about um, what was it that it starts with M? Emancipation. Yes. Especially with an I. I said M. Um, we'll talk about emancipation and um, what was that hotel's name again? Oh, the Cecil Hotel. Isn't it like Cecil? Yeah, Cecil Hotel. But that will be in a different episode because this one has probably already passed two hours. Yep. But it was very depressing too. Like, did I win? Did you win what? You know, when Mark breaks his nose. Oh. And he's like I all trying to be all sexy and he's like, Did I win? Yeah. Anyways. Alright, well Oh I'm gonna go to Let's say our quotes right here now. Shit. Do you have Oh yeah, our quotes. Um You go first, because I can't think of anything. Let me find one real quick. Oh, wait, I got one. Okay, hold ready? on, hold on. Ready, ready? Just say yours. But actually, no, that was a good one. Oh, I need to get them. <laughs> I'm too tired for this right now. My head hurts. Suzanne Fairbanks. Okay, everyone listen to this noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show Susie later. Javier Herrera. <laughs> This has been Pillow Dog. <laughs> Do you remember our outro? Oh, good night, Insomniac.